Welcome back to the Hot to Best Daily Pick Show for Thursday, March 24th. Back with some more college basketball action for today. And we got some great Sweet 16 matchups on Slate for today. So far, March Madness has treated us pretty well. Profitable through the first and second rounds of the tournament. Hopefully, we can keep that going here. Got four great games to take a look at for Thursday. So let's jump right in. out arkansas taking on gonzaga arkansas comes into this game 27 8 on the year gonzaga is 28 and 3 arkansas 18th in ken palm 19th in the hot tip bet rankings gonzaga the number one overall team in both ken palm and the hot tip bet rankings and it's a gonzaga team that you know only held on to beat memphis by four points in the second round but that memphis team should not have been where they were. They should have been a much higher seed in the tournament. Kind of got screwed with their seeding. Um, but nonetheless, Gonzaga holds on. It was a Gonzaga team that was very strong this season. Um, obviously, only one West Coast Conference loss. A loss coming to St. Mary's. And, you know, for Arkansas... They hold on to beat Vermont and New Mexico State, but I wasn't super impressed with either one of their showings. SEC play, they do finish 13-5, and five, but it's quite honestly just an Arkansas team I haven't been super impressed with this season. Shooting-wise, they haven't been the best. I mean, J- J.D. Note has done a great job for Arkansas, dropping 18 point point. 18.4 points per game Stanley Umid also dropping 12 points per game for this Arkansas squad but as a whole this team really just has been a little bit underwhelming shooting the basketball only a 48.7 effective field goal percentage 30.5% from me on the arc they do have a 75.9 free throw percentage they've done a great job hitting their free throws but they're going up against Gonzaga in the best you know offensive shooting team in the country drew timmy has been absolutely incredible this year 18.2 points per game chet holgram has also been a star 14.2 points per game for him and overall those two really helped to, to make up gonzaga and what is the best shooting team in the country a 59.3 effective field goal percentage absolutely insane also dropping 37.4 percent from beyond the arc um are only 71.2 from the free throw line so arkansas does get the edge there but offensively arkansas just can't hang with what gonzaga has arkansas 54th adjusted offensive efficiency according to Ken Palm Gonzaga the number one team on the offensive side of the ball and Gonzaga is also great on defense ninth adjusted defensive efficiency Arkansas is better at 14th but still not as good as Arkansas and we see that you know in the shot defense department Arkansas is good and they've been strong on the defensive side of the ball um, but there's still a little bit left to be desired when you're going up against a team like Gonzaga Arkansas has held their opponents to a 47.4 effective field goal percentage as well as 32.6 percent from beyond the arc Gonzaga though has done done an amazing job holding their opponents to a 43 effective field goal percentage and 30.6 percent from beyond the arc and it all comes down to this Gonzaga you know is the team that that I think is going to win it all um I love them in the bracket preview show they're the team I took to go all the way and you know they're coming off that Memphis performance against frankly a much tougher team than what Arkansas is going to put up here um and I think Gonzaga gets it rolling offensively Arkansas just does not have the ability to keep up with Gonzaga in this game if they get behind even a little bit Gonzaga is just going to keep scoring points in Arkansas you know going to be sitting there not being able to get shots to go down I think the must bus really just struggles to get out of the station in this game I think Gonzaga cruises in this one I think the Gonzaga coming out party really starts here um, and I think they're well on their way um, to doing something special this year so give me Gonzaga minus the nine and a half here against Arkansas
Now moving down the card, the next game I'm taking a look at, Michigan taking on Villanova. Michigan 19 and 4 coming into this one. Villanova is 28 and 7. Michigan 27th in Kempom, 10th in the Hot Tip Bear rankings. Villanova 11th in Kempom, 6th in the Hot Tip Bear rankings. And both these teams impressive wins in the first two rounds. Michigan looked very good against Colorado State and Tennessee respectively. Villanova also looked good against Delaware and Ohio State. And you know, both these teams had a little bit different experiences in conference play. Michigan ends up going 11 and nine somehow slides into the tournament here and, and finds themselves, you know, the, the best team in the big 10. I mean, you still got Purdue, but I mean, Michigan's putting on a heck of a performance for their conference. Um, Villanova though, not going to be an easy opponent ended up going 16 and four in big East playing It's a Villanova team led by Colin Gillespie um, who can definitely shoot the basketball Gillespie dropping 16 points per game for this Villanova squad. Justin Moore also dropping 15 points per game for no, um, and overall, Villanova has shot the ball very well. A 52.3 effective field goal percentage, 36.2% from beyond the arc. Very good from perimeter. Um, but they're the number one team in the country in free throw shooting. 82.6% from the free throw line. And you know how much I love free throw shooting, especially in March Madness. But it's not going to be an easy opponent in Michigan. Hunter Dickinson has been a great scorer for them as well. 18.7 points per game for him. Eli Brooks is also dropping 12.8 points per game for the Wolverines. And overall, as a team, Michigan is dropping a 52.6 effective field goal percentage. 33.9% um, from beyond the arc, 75.2 from the free throw line. So overall, maybe a little bit lower than what Villanova has done. But um, Kim Palm efficiency-wise, both these teams are strong on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Villanova eighth adjusted offensive efficiency, while Michigan is 19th on the offensive side of the ball. I think the real advantage in this game is going to come down to the defense, and I think Villanova is, is just clearly the better team. 30th adjusted defensive efficiency, Michigan 77th. And while Michigan's been decent on the defensive side of the ball, um, and, and we're even you know able to go and, and shut down Tennessee, um, or, or compete with their defense, and, and come up victorious in that game, and looked good in that game, um, one struggle Michigan has had is forcing turnovers. They do a really poor job of uh, forcing their opponents to turn the ball over, only forcing a seven or 14.8 turnover percentage. They're the 337th worst team in the country in that category. That's not to say Villanova is a great team forcing turnovers, but they've certainly done a better job forcing an 18.8 turnover percentage, 148th in the country. But really, Villanova on the offensive side of the ball has done an amazing job holding on to the basketball, only turning it over on 15.6% of their possessions, 31st in the country. And while Michigan's done an okay job turning it over on 17.4% of theirs, they're still 100. 12th in the country in that category and don't get me wrong michigan has impressive moments and we saw that in the regular season they had a handful of good wins um but when this michigan team struggles they struggle tremendously and i think this is an opponent in villanova um that they're going to have a hard time getting up for. Offensively, these two teams are very, very similar. They can both score points, and they can both shoot the basketball very, very well. But I think Michigan's going to have a tough time getting through this Villanova defense that, quite frankly, just outranks their defense on pretty much every every level. Every level. I think Michigan's getting a little too much credit with the, the opponents they had to play. I mean, yeah, they're an 11 seed. But in their first round matchup against Colorado State, they were the favorites in that game. Tennessee was a little bit overhyped, in my opinion. Defensively, a strong team, but just not there. And, and I love this Villanova squad. It's a team that really from the beginning of the season, I thought had national championship aspirations. Unfortunately, they play in probably the toughest region um, to make it to the national championship. But they're still alive in the Sweet 16. I think they put on a big performance in here against Michigan. And really, I just love Jay Wright's team and what he has cooking at the moment for Villanova. So give me Villanova. Minus five here against Michigan.
And before we get into the second half of the show, a quick word from today's sponsor, MyBookie. The madness has officially gone. It's time to shoot your shot and score big with nonstop action at MyBookie. Doesn't matter if you just want to fill out some brackets. They got a sweet 16 bracket that's going on here, 16 grand for the prize there. You can bet on the national championship winners, region winners as well. Um, or simply bet on some games here, bet on some prop bets. They got everything you could want to bet on for March Madness. MyBookie also offers NBA, UFC, all sports sorts of sports. And MyBookie is the first sports book that I ever used when I got into sports gambling. I've been using it for years now, um, and I absolutely love the experience they provide. Great competitive odds on all of their games, um, and really the promos, you just can't beat them. So go check out my bookie and bet on some March Madness today. Next on Thursday's card, taking a look at Texas Tech taking on Duke. Texas Tech comes into this game 27-9 on the year. Duke is 30-6. and Texas Tech 6th in Kim Palm, 14th in the hot debate rankings. Duke 10th in Kim Palm. Ninth in the hot tip at rankings. You know, Duke looked impressive in that Michigan State game in the second round. So did Texas Tech. A great win over Notre Dame. And Texas Tech is a team coming out of the Big 12 that I've been very impressed with all season. They finished with a 12-6 and conference record. And while Texas Tech may not be looked at as an offensive scoring team, they do have a couple of shot scores. Bryson Williams leads this Tech team in scoring with 13.9 points per game. Terrence Shannon Jr. also dropping 10.5 points per game for Texas Tech. And overall, they have been a decent team shooting the basketball this season. A 52.7 effective field percentage 32.2 percent for me on the arc and hitting 70 percent from the free throw line now duke is going to have the advantage shooting the ball in this one it's hard to argue that um popular ben carroll leads them with 17 points per game window Moore jr dropping 13.5 points per game and overall duke a 55.9 effective field goal percentage 37 percent for me on the arc and hitting 73.4 of their free throws but when we look at these teams they're kind of the polar opposites of each other. I mean, Kim Palm efficiency wise, Duke is the fourth team adjusted offensive efficiency, Texas Tech 46th on the defensive side of the ball, but Texas Tech is the number one team in the country in adjusted defensive efficiency, while Duke is 43rd. So offensive team going up against the defensive team, and quite honestly, I'm going to take the defensive team in this matchup. I mean, Texas Tech defensively has been crazy this season. What they have done has just been remarkable. Their shot defense has been very, very good, holding their opponents to a 45.4 effective field goal percentage, as well as 31.4% from me on the arc. Now, that's not to say Duke has done a bad job holding their opponents to a 46.9 effective field goal percentage and 31.9% from beyond the arc, but... Texas Tech is is just a remarkable team this season. I mean, losing Chris Beard, Mark Adams took a up right where he left off and has just got this team rocking and rolling all the way through Big 12 play. Looked very, very impressive. And it's a Texas Tech team that I expected to make a little bit run in the tournament here. I really thought from the beginning it was probably going to be Texas Tech, Gonzaga um, in the Elite Eight matchup. And yeah, the storyline for Duke is really the angle you got to take if you want to bet on Duke in this game. If you if you think the Coach K retirement tour ends with a national championship, then I guess you're betting on Duke in this game. But I just haven't been super sold with Duke this season. I think they struggle against this Texas Tech defense, and I think Texas Tech does enough to score some points and keep this one close and, and really pull ahead at the end and get the win here. So I'm taking the Texas Tech money line, minus 110 here against Duke. And we wrap up the show with my favorite game of the day. And quite honestly, the game that I've been waiting all tournament for Houston taking on Arizona. This is going to be one of the best matchups of the entire tournament. Houston 30, 31 and five on the year. Arizona is 33 and three Houston second in Kim Palm second in the hot tip at rankings. Arizona third in Kim Palm seventh in the hot tip at rankings. And I've said from the get go, go back and listen to that bracket show. The winner of this game right here, Houston, Arizona is going to be playing for the national championship. I, I, I stand by it. I think whichever one of these teams win, just keep betting all the way to the national championship game because 
I, I think they're going to go on a run. And I think it's going to be Houston. In American play, Houston ended up going 15-3. and three. I get it. You know, the only competition they really had was Memphis, a team they ended up losing to twice. They do get their redemption um, in the American tournament. But Houston looked very impressive over UAB in Illinois. I mean, UAB, a 12 seed, but not a bad team at all. UAB was a very good team in Conference USA play this season. They, they have no trouble with Illinois as well. And it's a Houston team that, quite honestly, has just been very, very impressive to me this season. But Arizona's not going to be an easy opponent. They obviously sneak by T. TCU in overtime to get the win in that game. They finished Pac-12 play 18-2, and and both these teams are very, very good. When we really break it down, though, I think Houston is, is just a slightly better team. Shooting-wise, Houston has done a good job. Kyler Edwards leads them with 13.9 points per game. Fabian White Jr. dropping 13 points per game. Um, like I said, Houston has been a solid shooting team, a 53.6 effective field goal percentage, 34.2% from beyond the arc. One question mark I do have with Houston, though, is that free throw shooting, only hitting 67.7%. Uh, but Arizona, you know, a, a slightly better shooting team, don't get me wrong. Benedict Martin leads them with 17.8 points per game. Azul Tabulis dropping 14.2 points per game. And like I said, you know, Arizona does get the slight edge on the shooting side of the ball, a 55.9 effective field goal percentage, 35.3% for me on the arc, and a 73.9 free throw percentage. But offensively, two pretty much identical teams. Houston, 10th adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, while Arizona is 7th on the offensive side of the ball. Houston, though, does get the advantage on defense here, 10th adjusted defensive efficiency, while Arizona is 19th. And I think it is that defense that Houston has just the ever so slightly step ahead of Arizona that's going to get them the win in this game. Defensively, Houston has looked very, very good this tournament. Their shot defense especially has looked great. And overall, as a whole, as this season, Houston's shot defense has been remarkable, holding their opponents to a 43.6 effective field goal percentage, as well as 28.8% from beyond the arc. If they can shut down Arizona from three, Houston is well on their way to winning this game. Arizona hasn't been bad shot defense-wise, holding their opponents to a 44.1 effective field goal percentage and 32.5% from beyond the arc. And, you know, it's an Arizona team that I hate to bet against and i really really do in this matchup because they're not a bad team at all um unfortunately they get a tough tough opponent in houston here you know two in my opinion top five teams in the country at the moment um and like i said earlier the winner of this game i think is going on to the national championship game i think houston keeps it rolling the adversity they fought through this year how well they are on really both sides of the basketball i mean a pot, top 10 team on both offense and defensive side of the ball i think houston keeps it rolling taking them on the money line plus 105 here against arizona that is it for Thursday's show. If you want to see more college basketball action for this week, head over to hot2best.com. Take a look at the computer model picks up there, as well as NBA, NHL, UFC, all going on this weekend. Also, follow the Hot Tibets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with everything going on there. As well as follow my personal account at Hot Tibets Chris on Twitter and Instagram so you don't miss out on any of my picks as well as any other content I'm putting out this weekend. And if you are watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Thursday's college basketball card. And be on the lookout for all of the college basketball shows this weekend. Any day we got a college basketball game going on, there's a video on the channel breaking some games down. So definitely be on the lookout for all of those. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.